You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Jesus, can't you just know some of these? No. Uh, Eberflus, uh, you know who he coaches, right? Bless you. <laughs> Do you know who he is the coach of? I don't know. Whoever. It doesn't matter. It's the Chicago Bears. Oh, okay. That would be Jim's favorite team. That's why he glazed over it so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Eberflus. tight, Jim. Matt, we're going to play a little memory recognition game with you to start the show. <laughs> Great. All I need is the last name, because that's all I remember. I think I know the first name of the Arizona Cardinals head football coach. Oh, no. Zero chance. <laughs> Zero. We did this yesterday. Gannon? Yes. Oh, no, Let's Boom. go. <laughs> Marijuana doesn't kill all brain cells. <laughs> Just some of them. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mounds are blue. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. Helping to preserve yeah, those uh, preserve brain the cells. the remaining dra- brain cells. For Mr. Matt <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I'm Rutledge. She's Hamilton. Get into the show. 844-770-3776. And it is silly season. It is training camp crush season. It is... I'm going to see the quarterback throw the ball into the net a 10,000 times season. And it's I don't Amari mean, Rogers season. It's Amari Rogers season. And I don't mean like <laughs> throw the ball into the net like Aaron Rodgers used to do, like really cool. Like He'd be standing at the 40 and it's in the corner of the end the zone. Yeah. This is like you and I, if you saw on TikTok yesterday on Instagram, we played a little catch. Yeah. It'd be like me just be like dropping me it. Me making a shot, the right, pop a shot right, right, over here. Right. Real so, impressive. <laughs> right. Uh, which, look, the Packers were not the only team to do it. I'm just saying I don't need to see general warm-up throws. If you want to have the guys <laughs> making some awesome wild throws to show off a little bit, uh, I'm down for that. But I don't need to but see... But make them impressive. I don't need to see the equivalent of, like, touching your toes, which is basically... <laughs> like, I don't know what the curling equivalent is. It's just, like, loosening your arm up. Like, just sliding out. Yeah, so... Essentially. Like, right. just, just sliding. Not even throwing a rock. And so... That's not that exciting. You know, just so we're all fair, like you sliding out and touching the rock, not exciting. Not exciting. Just a little lob pass. So, I mean, some would argue me actually playing the game at like the most exciting moment is not exciting as well. So. Well, I will not make that argument, okay, Matt Hamilton. Fair. But I want to start today's show with our first Iron Jock poll question. We're going to get into it right away. And that's basically who's your training camp crush? And Ryan, please put this Ryan Wallace behind the glass. Please put this in the description. Basically, your training camp crush is the person you're irrationally excited about. Okay. Like obviously, like Jordan Love could be someone. It's not someone you're interested in knowing more about. Crushes, I think, can be irrational. So, can we say is this your Amari Rogers of this year's training camp? Right. I don't want to put no that because Hamilton. that would be that would be like whatever. That's like saying that I'm going to be the kiss of death for somebody. Okay. Let's not. Okay. Let's just assume that I was just wrong and, and I'm going to be able to bounce back this year. Okay, so as Jim was saying then, it's just the player who we're just extremely high on on this Packers. Yeah, or roster. irrationally. Irrational? Is, do we want to be irrational well, on it or do we want to have some still I, I rational I think when we're saying irrationally, it's like, you know, he's a rookie. Rookies tend to only tend to be limited not only by snaps and how many they play, uh, they're just the rookies. They haven't played around the like the big time, the big boys very long. Okay, okay. You know so what I mean? So like, 
Like a rookie tight end saying they're going to get 75 catches, that would be an NFL record for a right. rookie tight end. But we don't need to, we don't even need the numbers. I'm just saying that like clearly like you might be excited about Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs or David Bakhtiari. Like last year, Amari Rodgers is a good example. Not only because he was awful. Yeah, and, like the opposite like, of my prediction. <laughs> but more of like someone that you are, you just think is a slight underdog that could come up this year. So 844-770-3776. But Ryan, when you put it on social, just say the player you're irrationally excited about. Because this is right. irrational. This is silly season. It's a rational season. It like, is this is where season. people lose their mind over a few plays in practice. And it's fun. We've been desperate. We've been in a football desert for a while. And we need some dessert now. So like we're ready. <laughs> we're ready for it. You like that? That was good, right? Desert to dessert. That's so good. I'm a wordsmith over here. You are. So, so high level. Matt. Yeah. Ryan, I'll let you, the two of you hop in first. Who are your you don't have to give me your final answer now, but who are some preliminary players that might be on your crush list here? Ooh, good old. Nice. All right. Well, so there's there's obviously there's two sides of the ball. Um Right now, I have more faith in our defense being like pretty good to really good than I do with the offense. So, like, the whole key to that is going to be: Are we going to be able to play defense at a high level even without our edge rusher and Rashawn Gary? Mm-hmm. That's why Lucas Van Ness has me very excited. I wasn't totally sure about who he was. I went ahead and did some more digging these last couple so you weeks. Pick out the first. Round draft pick. I, I do, but it's not just because not just because he is a first rounder and there's a good chance he's good. But he has expectations. It's the fact that he is going he's kinda gonna be thrust into that starting role, especially with Gary not going to be starting the season in all likelihood. So like we're we're gonna ask a lot of a rookie real early. And yeah, he's a first rounder and that should be something he's capable of doing. I'm just excited with just like the look, he's a giant. He's strong as all get out, and this might not be necessarily a great thing as far as his football mind, but he's has not been overworked. He was like a utility pl- guy in college. He, you know, he was on basically a snap count in college. Mm-hmm. So the guy doesn't have like miles on him. So I'm, I'm I'm just excited that we've got a really raw, young, strong outside uh, rusher on the defensive line that might be able to fill the void while Gary's gone, and then we might have. Two or three dynamic guys to like rotate in and out. Jeez. Are you going to give me a good one here? I mean, I obviously get Lucas Fagnes, but like we were not looking for. Hey, like you're not surprised. He has you expectations. Don't think that's irrational though, like him. Okay, but he has expectations. You can circle back to. It. I'm, I'm very excited saying, for Lucas Van Ness. Yes, I, I agree with that. But a that's, rookie being that's put not into what I'm looking for. Role. Like okay. first round pick has expectations okay. to like really do so something. Get even. Weird. I want minutia. I want like who's your guy? Who's your crush? Like it's irrational. Like Lucas Van Ness success seems attainable. I want something well, that's yeah, unattainable. That's, like okay, I have a crush fair. on Jennifer Lawrence. That's not attainable. Like I want something that <laughs> is the reverse, obviously, like a player that you're irrationally excited about. Like they're going to just blow up and you don't have a real specific reason why. Ryan? Like Amari Rogers for you last year. I think my if we're all right, so now you threw me off because you don't want to have a player who has too high of expectations. This guy was their second pick in this year's draft, but Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Oregon State, were really high on all the pass catchers for the Packers. It's all just youth, unproven guys, and he's maybe the most unproven. At Oregon State last year, he only played two games, but a lot of people thought had he been healthy for the full season, he might have been like 
possibly the first tight end picked in the draft. He was seen as like the toolsiest guy, the guy who has all, right. all the athleticism, can do everything that the modern NFL tight end has to do. The idea of that gets me really excited as a Packers fan because when was the last time we had a tight end who could do even half of those things? Michael Finley, maybe? Jermichael, even then, like, did he block? Was he like Mercedes Lewis level, you know, impacting the run game? I don't know. But right. it seems like Musgrave, if we get the bill of goods we've been sold, could be that guy. So for me, it's Lucas Musgrave. It's a little high on my list, but like, you know, okay, I would have liked it more if you had gone with like Tucker Craft. I got one Tucker, for you. Yeah, San Diego, L- South Dakota State. A little bit of more of a stretch, maybe. You know, like, that's not, like, for me, that's my guy. Like, I'll say Tucker Craft because I think. One, he fits the criteria because he's your second tight end taken. Yep. He's from a smaller school, a little bit more of a projection. But like, I would say that I think that Tucker Craft, not crazy to think that he outdoes Musgraves because sure. Musgraves sure. is an injured player. And he sure. is a guy that maybe can't stay healthy. And Craft is a guy that did really well at a lower level. And that doesn't always translate, but he has a lot of... Uh, skill sets, and I think he slipped because of his competition. I think the Packers may have found a gem there. I was right last year with Romeo Dobbs. Uh, this year, I'm going with Tucker Craft as the player that I think, I guess I would be irrationally not excited about it because I think he could be the best player out of this draft for them. I'm not into I think Van Ness, he screams like a, he'll be a fine player. Yeah, I don't think he's tough. next for Sean Gary. Musgrave has a lot of injury things. Reed seems like he'll be a nice, like, Bit play like he'll have a Returner, role for sure, and you're like I think he can make some plays, but not as st- like I think Tucker Craft has an option to like the opportunity to be a starter and be the number one tight end for the Packers for a long term. Did you see any of right. those highlights of Craft <clears throat> in his like senior season at South Dakota State? He's he was, a beast. It just looked like he was like the high school player, college yeah. player playing as high school players. Right, yeah. that was the level of competition he went up against. Yeah. All right, so yeah. I went a little deeper. Okay. Jim, I'll go deeper for you. I'm gonna Appreciate s- it. I'm going to s- stick in wide receivers like my rough pick last year. I think Samari Toure is going to okay. carve himself out a role in All this right. Packers Is he going to do this year what you thought Amari Rodgers was going to do last year? I'll go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Here's did we thing. have for Amari Rodgers last year? We know Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs both battled some injuries last year. Didn't miss a ton of time, but they did miss some, both of them each. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Reed is right now listed as the three on the depth chart right in front of Toure, so it gives me hope that Toure, if there is an injury or in any four wide receiver sets, he's going to see the field. I think last year I said, was it four touchdowns, 500 yards? Or was it six and five? No, I think six, six was eight. for Cobb. That was for so Cobb. Give, just give me one of these. You don't even need to have them all. Give me a number for catch, receiving, or TDs. Where do you think he's going to glow up, if you will? Receiving. I don't think he's necessarily going to get the TDs. Last year, I let's see, I have it up right here. I believe he had five receptions last year in the regular season on ten targets. Okay. I think he is going to have twenty-five receptions. That's a that's a good number. Big jump. Okay. That's I For like him. that. Like, I like that. Not, he's I like not going to be. Uh, so that means he's a he is part of their rotation. He is going to be a, four receiver. Uh, a, a a useful tool in the offense, but I don't think he's going to be like obviously the number one guy. Going jumping from five to twenty-five receptions. I'd say probably 400 yards would be a safe. Forget, forget even the yards. That's my guess. Yeah, Let's 25 go. to 30 receptions, that seems pretty – that's a big jump. That's something yeah. to be excited about. That feels like their fourth receiver. Yeah, and that's – I mean, I, Not who knows receiver. if he carves into that role, uh, but he's going to go into this season with more experience than Jaden Reed, so he might be utilized early and he might get phased out a little bit, but I'm excited. I'm excited like for the one. Packers offense because – I don't think there's going to be a ton of favoritism. I think Jordan Love's just going to throw it to whoever he thinks is open to to not die in the backfield. So 
there's not going to be that season where you had Aaron Rodgers just pumping Devontae Adams as often as possible, which, don't get me wrong, had a lot of fun with it, really enjoyed it. But, uh, well, but seeing this ball get spread out, I think, is what LaFleur is going to have to do because there's not enough guys who can carry the load. There are two sides to that yeah. story, though. Like They threw to Devontae Adams because Aaron Rodgers is an idiot, is not an idiot. Right. Devontae got open right away, and he's just like, oh, I'm just going to throw it to Devontae. And right. he knew that if he threw it to Devontae, it wasn't going to intercept it. And he sure. knew Devontae. It was sort no, of like, there's a lot of good was, reasons. Right, but that was a lot of... I just think sometimes, and I'm not saying you're falling guilty of it, people go like, oh, Aaron just got locked into Devontae because they're friends. No, like Aaron knew that the best outcome on any play, just like in the NBA, sometimes you see a guy and you're like, why is he shooting this three of, you know... A foot behind the three-point line over Kevin Durant. Why is he doing this? Well, he's seven-one. Nobody can block it, and he's—that's still an amazing shot for him. And yeah. the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Why do you throw it at the Devontae Adams over and over again? Look at the stats. <laughs> it's the—and re- I don't mean this literally, but like keep it simple, stupid. Right. Keep it simple, stupid. He threw to Aaron. He threw to Devontae Adams over and over again because Devontae Adams was open. Jordan Love would love to. We all would love oh, to have for sure. Yes. I'm saying what's I, exciting yes. to me is the fact that there Someone's, really is no one player who can carry the load. Maybe Aaron Jones. But, like, defenses figure that out. They know how to play running backs. They load the box. So, like, Jordan Love is going to have to spread the ball around to have any success, which is going to – there's a lot of mouths to feed in this young wide receiving core between the two young tight ends and the top four or five wide receivers. Who knows? I'm just – it it is exciting, and I I think Jordan Love is going to be in for one wild ride, good or bad. We have to correct our Iron Jock poll question, Ryan, because you didn't actually post a poll. So maybe Whoa. we should put some names on there. Well, what name? Are we just putting the names? Oh, I we've thought been we were just op- like opening it up to whoever you right. wanted. I thought to we like, just see but the we are asking. Like, it is a poll. This is a poll question. This is a poll question. And we did not uh, post a okay. poll. Good point. So Good why point. don't we put our picks? So okay. we'll, so we'll modify it. But you can call in and yes. tell us yours. But for the actual poll question, Ryan, we need to give some options. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Don't miss out on the show on Friday. Matt Hamilton will be out there with someone. I don't know who's there with you, but someone is there with you. and uh, uh, Someone cool. Alex Strofe, so as not there, so clearly... Yeah, it's not Strofe. I don't... Who knows? I'm, I might be running the show. All right. You can so talk to So come on out and join yeah. the show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> at the uh, Greater Madison Golf Show at Lake Windsor Country Club. You can get golf fittings. Uh, you can try uh, the putter station. I'll be there early getting some golf fittings. There you go. Uh, driving range demos. Everything you want around golf will be there. You also get a free round of golf from Old Hickory Golf Club and Christmas Mountain Village. General admission and VIP tickets are available at R-O-Y-L-E-GolfShows.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. By Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are asking you. Now, Ryan, did you fix the poll? We do have a revised Iron Jack poll question out in the field. All right, so the Iron Jack poll question. Matt Hamilton's Packers training camp crush is... I'm going to go Samari Toure. Samari Toure. And Ryan Wollersheim? It was Luke Musgrave for me, tight end. And mine was Tucker Kraft, tight end. Yes. Mm -hmm. All righty, so that's the options there. So do you agree with us, or do you have someone else? 844-770-3776. 608 chimes in. Vic Sooto was my crush back in the day. He was a undrafted, I had to look him up, undrafted rookie linebacker from Cal 
in 2011. He also played his ball at a little bit of ball at BYU. I'm sorry, he's a coach, outside linebackers coach at Cal currently. He played his ball at BYU. So that was a guy that uh, the 608 had a crush. So I what will also, year? 2011. Oh, okay. So it wasn't that long ago. I'll take your bad your training camp crushes too. Matt's obviously in Amari Rogers infamy, a couple years ago. Know, Hall of Fame one. <laughs> we can put that up outside the studio, Amari Rogers. But oh I will take God. your bad uh, choices as well. I was going to say, Jared from Lodi on the Talking Text Line as well said, Matt Hamilton just gave Toure the kiss of death saying he's Amari 2.0. <laughs> no, we said we're not doing that. I am not doing You're, that anymore. It's a curse, Matt. Whoever you bring up as your sleeper, as your Just because I'm one for crush, one. Uh, two for two. Oh, of one. Don't yeah, you Randall mean? didn't really do well for you either. Randall Cobb didn't. He wasn't as bad, but he didn't reach yeah, your goals either. Yeah, but it wasn't either. necessarily my crush. I was just trying to defend the guy in Aaron Rodgers. Well, well, all that happened was Randall did exactly what we thought. We like he was productive enough when he was in. He just wasn't in enough. <laughs> which is exactly yeah, which what is I thought. What we, would thought yeah. we thought they were. The Adam and Madison chimes in with a couple just unnecessary shots at Matt Hamilton. No! Matt Hamilton is so old. When God said, let there be light, Matt flipped the switch. <laughs> Matt Hamilton is so old. When Moses split the Red Sea, Matt was yelling, hey, we're fishing over here. And <laughs> Matt Hamilton is so old, on this show. he DJed the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> we will always take your Matt Hamilton is yeah, so old jokes. We love those. Here on Rutledge and Hamilton, brought to you by Coors Light. Yep, we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio, 844-770-3776. How you get into the show? 920 chimes in with, uh, uh, oh, my computer just died. Wix was the guy who chimed in on there. Yes, so you can chime in the rest audience. there. I'll have to plug that in. Well, Sean, what are the other texts we got? Uh, we also have Pat from Madison saying he's on the Malik Heath train. Choo-choo. I believe uh, Wildy has been beating his horn over on Wildy and Tausch. <laughs> beating his horn. Tooting his horn. Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you for correcting That's for Malik Heath. <laughs> yeah. Having a good training camp. Yeah, right I, might, I might have to dump that audio. Veteran Mike. Wildy. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, mornings, 9 to noon on Willie Tausch on 100.5 ESPN. What you need to do is loop that and run it back. So Malik Heath <laughs> is a community college receiver is what I gather here. So um, And maybe play a little bit of Ole Miss. So, yeah. Went to community college to Ole Miss, 6'2", 213 pounds. He's 23 years old. And a darling... <laughs> Jason Wilde. <laughs> Speaking of darlings. Oh, my goodness. Ryan, thank you for that. This is Relich and Hamilton. We are asking you our Iron Jock poll question. Who's your training camp crush, which also can correlate to who is the player you are rationally high on heading into training camp? I have Tucker Crap. <laughs> Whose horn are you beating? <laughs> Ryan's beating Luke Musgrave's horn. <laughs> and Matt is meeting Samari Torres I just can't get me enough of them beavers out in Oregon State, man. Hey now. All right. Goodness gracious. <laughs> let's let's take this a little more serious. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the to the sports guys. Yes. So if Ryan you'll have to let us know if there's any more talk text line of any more. Horns that need to be beaten, just let us know. 844 770 3776. Who are you excited about? Uh, who's your training camp crush for this training camp? But, Matt, it is silly season. You're obviously feeling it right now. <laughs> it is. But there's going to be a lot of ups and downs for, for Jordan Lovis's other part. And good or bad, there's going to be just insane focus in yeah. a microscope on Jordan Love. And look, it is what it is. So I think for us as a show, we're going to try not to get too high or too low. 
at least for the practices. Right. Now, when preseason comes, if he's looking a little dicey in preseason, then you can start raising the alarm. Because I would say today's practice, from what I've seen, I haven't heard from Matt LaFleur after practice yet, but what I've seen from people talking about it, and these people, I mean like Packer reporters who definitely have an ilk towards being super positive, just putting the plays out there sounds like Jordan Love was up and down. Which is, again, to be expected. Yeah, I I mean, I guess so. His first-round draft pick in his fourth season with the team. I don't know if, like, being up and down is... It's his first time commanding a team. So I can understand there's going to be jitters. And it's the first day of the training camp where he is the the commander of this team. At some point, I don't want him to have jitters in practice. Call me crazy. Well, I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, that's we know he's capable of the throws. You got guys like Razul Douglas telling him how that he's good enough to make all these throws. But if he's not doing it in practice, if you're not going to chalk it up to jitters, what are you going to call it? That's the nicest way to put it. Because if it's not jitters, it means you ain't that good. And I want to believe that Jordan Love is good enough. I to, think like, he, run this NFL squad. He's physically capable, but there's so much that goes into it. I think it's just another reminder of it that. This offense, the biggest thing I think you got going for you is that A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are going to be the focal point of it. There's going to be <laughs> yeah. a ton of handoffs. I think not to I think be like, I forget that a little bit, and I, I still think like Packers offense, 60-40, pass throw, maybe more, right? Like, it's, And I it think it's going to be the flip flipped. this year. Yeah. I think it could be 60-40 this year, and Dillon and Jones are going to get a lot of carries. Especially, I think they're going to get a lot of like – I think they're going to get a lot of carries, but there's going to be a lot of like – behind the line of scrimmage passes to those guys too because they're just going to need to get them in different looks outside of the box to beat these defenders. I think Jordan Love, I'm almost counting those as runs. It might end up being like 50-50 balanced offense, but I think a lot of those throws are just going to be like dump-offs to like let Aaron Jones try and take it from the wing rather than right behind center. Well, LaFleur's job, if he wants to be this guru that McVay and Shanahan have earned the right to be called. I mean, McVeigh coached in the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, and is coaching right. one, and Shanahan is coaching a couple now. So they, they've earned that right to be called the gurus of this. And this is kind of Shanahan's offense. He's kind of the, right. the new creator of it. you got to have guys schemed open. And that's going to put a lot on Coach LaFleur. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. That And it puts a lot on the receivers. So a lot of this offense is really dependent on Coach LaFleur. And I don't know what he is as a coach. He clearly is a, I would say, at a bare minimum, like an above average coach. Like he is not a bum, but is he, is he, and I know Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl, but in it's different levels to it, but is he Mike McCarthy and Lovey Smith, or is he Andy Reid, well, top tier guy? The, the, like the, what you would expect from this Shanahan coaching tree. Is he that kind of like prodigy like guy, like you have in McVay? Uh, I, I think that's, those are great questions to ask. That's why I'm excited. Like for Matt Lafleur, mostly because I do think that Aaron Rodgers had a little bit of discretion at the line of scrimmage, so we haven't necessarily seen exactly what Lafleur would run out there all the time. Where I don't think Jordan Love's going to make these these audibles, but two, we have this really young team. Lafleur might be calling some really nice plays that should scheme people open if the if the young route runners aren't able to like utilize it because we all know picks are illegal. But there's routes that are ran to kind of inadvertently pick the defenders. If they're not running the route properly and the defender doesn't get picked, they're not getting open. So, like, as much as this is important for LaFleur, he still has a little bit of this, like, 
benefit of the doubt gray spot, if you will, that you've got a young team. They might not be capable of running this offense quite yet. But I'm, I'm just I agree with you. He's got he's got a little bit of leeway now. He needs his quarterback to be good. And yes. it goes back to this combination. I believe it's also from Bill Barnwell. The Packers have the second youngest wide receiver core since like the nineteen nineties. Like it's not like in the league. It is historically <laughs> young. Right. And in theory, this offense, maybe you don't need elite receivers to get open. Maybe that's part of the reason why they let Devontae Adams go. But if you don't have an elite quarterback and expect that out of Jordan Love this year is a lot to ask, and you don't have an elite wide receiver to expect that out of these young wide receivers this year is a lot to ask, you still have to have precise route runners and people who know this offense backwards and forward and who can make quick decision processing. And Jordan Love might get there, and these receivers might get there. But again, you're asking these receivers, because this offense, I think, works the best when you have either a really veteran or a veteran in this offense group of folks running it or premium talent. The Packers have neither one of those things. Right. They have youth and they have unproven talent that might get there. It's not premium. Maybe it has a premium ceiling, but it's not premium currently. So you are asking in this offense to do something that really hasn't been done because usually, like when this offense is homed, it's been Jared Goff with a bunch of playmakers or then Stafford with, but he's a playmaker in and of himself. Right. And then you had. I mean, and he had Cooper Cup. Right. But then you had Jimmy Garoppolo. He had right. Swing. I mean, they had players. And right. so this offense had players to, to get get things done. So it is one of these things where we just don't. There's so many question marks with it. And I think a lot does fall on Coach LaFleur. And we can talk about that more on the other side. And we'll continue to take your uh, calls and text on your Packers training camp crush, 844-770-3776. I also want your like bad, like your old crush that just missed. I think Jake Kumarau is probably one for a lot of people. Jared Abadaris is one for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot out there. But, Matt, if someone like Amari Rogers needed to revive his career or his home, <laughs> there's one call to make. That's right, and that would be to revive restoration. That's because nobody plans for accidents to happen. But when they do, you can you can count on revive restoration and the revive pros to be professional, efficient, and detail oriented as they make things right again from things like water damage, fire, smoke, mold, storm damage, asbestos removal, and a whole lot more. Revive Restoration has your home covered 24-7, 365 days a year. There's no project too big or too small. So the next time you need help restoring your home or business, Revive Restoration has your back. You can go online right now to revivepros.com. Check it out. Ask for Josh Duggan. Tell him Matt and Jim sent you. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Ryan Wolleshaim may like to beat the horn of Luke Musgrave. I drive a big blue truck from Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb, and if I need to use the horn, it is a big, loud horn. <laughs> you need to beat the horn to let someone know you're coming through. Yes, uh, and if I'm pulling that camper, which the uh, Silverado has the capability of doing, obviously I use my truck from Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. You're only minutes away from a better buying experience at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. You want a better buying experience? Go see Dan and his team over at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. We have the market for a new or new to you Chevy Silverado or Colorado. I recommend. 
using Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. He is Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. So we were taking your old crushes that did not pan out, but also your current training camp crush for the Green Bay Packers that you're excited about. The Adam and Madison chimes in with Anthony Johnson, a safety out of Iowa State. I think he has a high upside, and I believe he will prove to be better than a seventh round pick. That's a good one because look for a seventh round pick. If he if Anthony Johnson makes the team and is a good uh, special teams player and is on the team for five or six years as a special team player, that's actually a hell of a make for a seventh round pick. Like if if Anthony Johnson turns into a a good backup and a solid special teamer for five years, that's amazing out of a seventh round pick. And if he's more, even better. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah Madison says he misses having a real quarterback and wide receiver. As Matt said, he was excited to see you know Jordan Love just throw to whomever instead of having a guy who would always be open. Mm-hmm. I, and Tim in Oregon chimes in. Uh, his old crush was Micah Hyde. So all right, yeah. well, that's a good one there. Well, that was yeah. That, I mean, I don't know what ended up happening with the Packers because he moved on and had a very successful career with the Bills. Right? Path Madison Ryan wants to know if you're a fan of Johnson. Uh, yes, he says that I, Wooly, definitely beat the horn for Johnson, as we all know. <laughs> Choo-choo. I believe uh, Wooly has been beating his horn over on Wooly and Tyler. <laughs> beating that horn for the Iowa State Cyclone. Johnson, of course, yes. Oh, man. Oregon State, the Beavers, the Cyclones. I just can't get enough of these guys. This is <laughs> and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. So who are you excited about and uh, Why? Like, your training camp crush is what we're looking for. Matt, do you got a celebrity crush? Um, I mean, kind of Brad Pitt. In pretty much any movie Brad Pitt's in, I would go see. Okay, that's not what I meant. But that, I like Brad Pitt's amazing, yes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you asked. I did. Jennifer Lawrence would be mine. I mean, Same thing. If she's also, in anything Brad Pitt's amazing. a super good-looking guy. Absolutely. So, like, I mean, there's, there's I don't, that. Look, from that aspect of it, for both parts of it, he's an incredibly good-looking guy and an incredibly good actor, which yeah. is... Tough to be. Ryan Gosling is. I I, oh, I can't remember a lot of things. My number he's two in. is definitely Benedict Cumberbatch. The guy. Any movie he's in, I just totally buy. Like Brad Pitt movies, I see Brad Pitt. I'm like, that's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch just becomes that character. I no longer have any idea who the actor is. It's just the. I, I think he's one of the best actors out there. Cumberbatch is a great pick, and yeah. even just as an even beyond just being an on-screen physical actor, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the Hobbit movies. They weren't, they didn't end up being all that great. The second and third ones were bad, but do you think I've the seen the tr- Hobbit movies? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know Matt has. Matt, I've Matt's definitely with me right seen now. bits and pieces of the. You've Hobbit seen bits movies. and pieces, but there's a large, this giant dragon who's the villain of the second one. Mm-hmm. Cumberbatch just plays the voice of right. the dragon. He's fantastic. It that. really is, dude. Cumberbatch is a good character, actor. Well. He character becomes actor. a character. The right, character but I mean, becomes. But that's what you call him, like a character Yeah, actor. you're right. Yeah, so I mean, if that's what you... I mean, Great he, actor. He, one of, definitely one of my Hollywood crushes as far as like, doesn't that, matter what they're in, I'm going to go see it. And I should say he's more than a character actor. because If you want a real crush, Heidi Klum in, what was it, Knocked Up? Fav, one of my favorites. Is it Klum? No, Catherine Heigl. Catherine <laughs> yes. Heigl. Yes. Knocked Up. Oh, <laughs> Catherine Heigl in Knocked Up is one of my favorites. Uh, so, All Benedict time. is known for the imitation game. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Doctor Strange would be a very popular yep. one that he's and He's great in those uh, as Doctor just Strange. In a, a, just a bit of, it was like 19... 1918 or something. It was a, there was like all filmed in one shot. He was like a general that they're trying to get this like note to the whole movie. Also, great. He was in a movie called The Power of the Dog, which is good, but it just... It was a movie that really just didn't go anywhere. 
Like it was one of those movies where you watch the whole thing, you're like, wow, this is amazing acting, and this is such an interesting story, and this is really deep. And then it ends, and you're like, oh, so that's that how that's that's what happened. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds so like, like life in the old west. But it went from like it's kind of like don't worry, darling, where it's like, okay, what are we leading to? What are we leading to? And that was more exciting. That had more going on. It was like a really old school. It's like a book where it's like you do slow, slow build up. But if you build up and you don't pay it off, it's even worse when it's slow. So like it has a, a 6.8 on IMDb. I would say it probably would have like an 8.8 if it had a better ending. Yeah, the ending's build, very anticlimactic. When you build up that much and you don't get any actual payoff, I mean, it can definitely, you're, beat, you're uh, beating that horn a little too much. <laughs> it ends up just uh, leaving you a little raw at the end. Oh, come on! <laughs> Jeez, get out of here, Ryan! I believe uh, Wildy has been beating his horn. Turn his run. mic off! <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come in here and turn my mic off? We oh, have, man! We have Nick, one of our interns, in here with maybe Maybe he needs to yeah. restrain me from being maybe. able to Take talk. over. Take Tim over. And, Tim in Oregon chimes in. He has extremely high hopes for Anders Carlson. Oh, that is a... I love that pick. I really like that pick. Uh, he also it's, says... I mean, we're going to have to rely a lot on the kicker this year, right? He's gonna. He's going to have a lot of, uh, was it uh, shine or or like, he, he's gonna have the opportunity to be the hero or the goat, often. Absolutely, it's gonna be interesting. So we'll take your training camp crushes, but we'll also just take like who do you th- just tell me who you think is a great actor? Whether it's uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't male or female. Who do you think a great yeah. actor is? Uh, like you're just gonna go see some Margot Robbie's one. I mean, that's part of the reason. And Tom Greta, Cruise as well. Yes. Well, like Tom like, Cruise movies I'm in. But like Greta Gerwig, who's also an actor, but also I think wrote and produced the Barbie director, movie. Yeah. yeah, director. But like she's attached to this Barbie movie and mm-hmm. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling and, I'm like, and Michael Sarah. It's like, well, I'm going to go see it. Those Michael are all. Michael Sarah's in it too? Yeah. Oh. So all these good actors, there's more than that in there. So it's like right. all these really creative people are in this movie. I'm going to go see it. Same with uh, Oppenheimer. Same thing. I mean, yeah. There's Sorry, so Murphy's. many. Yes, but also Christopher Nolan, Matt Damon, uh, uh, Robert Pugh, Downey Jr., Florence Pugh. Like, yeah. So there's so many really talented people in this. It's like, well, I need to go mm-hmm. see this. So to me, there are movies that are going to get me. Even if I'm going to go see the Indiana Jones movie because Harrison Ford's in it, right? Right. There's movies I won't go see either. I mean, like if Jim Caviezel's anything, I'm not going to see it. Like it's just however you want to <laughs> break it down. Uh, like there's going to be movies out there you want to go see things because you know they're attached to it. And they're going to be good. And then there's other things out there you go, oh, this person's attached to it. It's probably not very good. Right. Like unfortunately, like Liam Neeson's becoming that a little bit now. Yeah, he's yeah. making the same movie for the last. And oh, I, the Taken movies yeah. were great, I and mean, I loved them. But like now, it's like it's just taken on a train, taken on a plane, taken wherever. Like who's the tough guy? <laughs> Statham. That's how I feel about Statham. Yes. Yeah. Gerard I Butler. dig it, and I don't. Yeah, and Gerard Butler. I don't hate their movies. I'm entertained by them, but it's like I'm going to see a Jason Statham movie where he's going to pretend to be the same character that he is in every other movie. Is it, is it Pablo Pascual? Is he the? Is that Pablo the, Pasquale? No, no my, Pedro. Pedro. Pedro Pascal, Pascal, the Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Sorry. Well, but also I just finished Last of Us. Oh, that's and fantastic! Amazing. And I, I won't give anything away, but the end. I love the ending because it's really just like the household was split. I was like, I get it, and I was like, Yeah, but you can't do that. Like, but I was like, No, like, yes, you, you have the right. you have the ability to play the game at home. You should play the game. I will. I will. Actually, it did inspire me. I don't usually play those type of games, but I was oh. like, You know what? I want to go. It's get like it. playing a movie. Yeah, it really. Is. It really. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to pick that up. But anyways, like he's another actor because he's in. Yeah, Mandalorian is another one that he's in, and he's fantastic. So there's unfortunately we're not going to see anything new for a really really long time. 
Just one side note before we get to minute to win it. Like Stranger Things, they had to pause production. So Ugh. I don't know what they're going to do with it. The kid, they're going to have to like redo it to be like it. Where like they're going to have to have like their kids come back and do it because these actors right. now are so yeah. much older. Like you're going to have to change the story because otherwise, yeah, they're still young enough where they're growing so quickly. They yeah. look like different people. For uh, sure. Last of Us is another one. Uh, where they want to make a sequel, but now they're thinking like 2026 that'll come out. Right. Because and speaking of major movies too, Dune Part 2, they're talking that might get delayed till 2024 now. It's supposed to come out this oh, year. Oh man, and that's uh, oh, it's going to be year. so good too. I I loved Dune. I haven't seen it. I do. Even, it was like basically, I'll, I'll give you the synopsis. Yeah. Loud noises. There's no music. It's yeah. just loud Ominous noises throughout the whole movie. That's awesome. Well, it that has enough hype around it. It is, is dude. Tom Holland's another actor that I would, if he's in something, I mean, and he was in a movie with Mark Wahlberg, which was what, just. Is it because he's dating oh. Zendaya? And is that why you got brought I up? I think he's just perfect as Spider Man. Zendaya is the, his girlfriend. Right. And she's in Dune. Okay, I didn't know oh. that. No, I was just saying. And then who's yes. the. Uh, Timothy. Shama, Timothy Charlemagne. That, Shama, so that's how yeah, I got he's like a superstar. Timothy yeah. Charlemagne got. Like, I was like, oh, I remember. Timmy, him. Timmy, Shao, But then I was like, <laughs> you know what? True, true. Tom Holland is like, he. Uh, I think he's just done some unhinged or uncharted was the movie he did. It was oh, like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And that was fun. That's he, based on a video game as well. Is yep. it really? Okay. And then he was. Great in, games, too. He was Great in a really games. good movie on Apple called Cherry on Apple TV, but it was one of the Apple movies, and he was really good in that. So. I just when I watched it, I was like, "He hey. seems like he can laugh at himself too." He did like a uh, something on Fallon where he did a some like dance. No, I think that was like that. What's that? There's a show they did. It's like a, oh yeah, it's like a it's like a they, music video show. Where yeah, they, but he, yeah, there. and he yeah. was doing some. He was yeah. doing Umbrella by yeah. Rihanna. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. oh man, but it was. Oh, he went all in on it. Yeah, he went all in, and Zendaya was just there shaking her head. (laughs) Yeah, no, he does seem like he's got a good sense of humor. I think the moment she fell for him, right? I mean, for sure. How can you blame her? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, Ryan. No. I didn't say it. The recording said it. (laughs) Bad Ryan. That is a bad producer. (laughs) You sit in the corner. Continue. Think about what you did. Jared and Lodi chimes in. He's also excited for Jonathan Owens. Oh, that's the safety. Thing. Yeah, sure. Simone Biles. Well, uh, yeah, husband. no, yeah. I'm su- I'm just excited because this uh, this secondary is a little scary, especially at safety. Right? Like yeah. I'm feeling okay about our corners. This guy has a role to fill. We we need a starter, and I don't think there's any like clear cut. These are the starters you're trying to make the team here. This guy is he's Owens is going to be the guy. I yes, I agree. Like that is a very good pick because it's also still like he could be the guy, but it doesn't mean he's good. So if you could be no. excited that like maybe he's figured it out and this offense will unlock him to make him a really good NFL starter, like that's worthy I being like excited him as about. The picks because he's going to have the opportunities. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, and maybe same he'll with, make a jump. Same with Anders Carlson. He's going to have the opportunities to be great. How are you going to respond? How are you going to respond, kid? Yeah, kid. <laughs> What's our, Carlson's? What twenty three? I have no idea. No idea how That's old Anders Carlson is. So, what number is Musgraves? It's like, 80s. I mean, he's a tight end. He's got to be up there in the eighties, I think. Right? I'd, I'd have to Google that one. All righty. Who's the player on the team? You know whose number it is? Rashawn Gary, right? What is he? He's fifty-two. All right. Call yeah. number. Call number two and call number five is entered to win minute to win it. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Call number two and call number five. <laughs> You're entered to win minute to win it. Now remember, Musgrave wouldn't have worked. By the way, he's eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> call number eight and call number eight. No, call number two and call number five. Uh, you're entered to win minute to win it. Now remember, 
From now on, and when you're entered to win it, you automatically get a $25 gift card from our friends at North South Seafood and Smokehouse. And if you pick the right person, uh, you'll get a $50 gift card to uh, North South Seafood and Smokehouse. And I'm two in a row right now. All righty. Maybe you should pick Matt Hamilton. Call number two and call number five. You can play Minute to Win at 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. You ra ra. We get to minute to win it in a minute. Shout out to our friends at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse in Verona, Madison, and DeForest. All three locations, fantastic. And you're lucky to get a gift card. Thanks to them, now you get a $25 gift card just for being in this game, and a $50 if you win it. And whether you need catering, you want to carry it out, or you want to dine in and have a great family experience, they can do it all. So go to North South Seafood and Smokehouse. I love the brisket, but they also have an outstanding uh, salmon and the crab legs and the beer can fried chicken at the one in Verona. I'm not saying the other ones aren't great, but I've had that one. All fantastic. Uh, let's get the minute to win it. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It, presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. All right, Jim, so we are playing Minute to Win It here today, and caller number five picked you to back. It's Chad from Madison backing you today, and obviously... We've been talking a lot about the preseason, who our darlings and crushes are going into the year, and I think still the biggest cr- question going into the preseason is the playing time for quarterback Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Obviously, whether or not he's going to start every preseason game, it brought up a question in my mind of who are the last 10 quarterbacks to start a preseason game for the Packers? So these are the last 10 unique quarterbacks, not like the last 10 yeah. preseason games, but the last 10 total quarterbacks who have started a preseason game for the Packers. And I will say this list, give you a quick hint here, Jim. Yep. This list goes back to 2013, so you'll have to dig kind of deep for this one. But are you ready? I am ready. All right, your time starts now. Jordan Love. That is correct. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser is on the list. Recently, it's 2019. Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley on the list, 2018. All right, I'm going to go a little out of the box here. Scott Tolzien. Scott Tolzien in 2015, correct. All righty, so, um, so that's well, Aaron Rodgers. Yep, Aaron Rodgers, easy one, right? All righty, so now start thinking a little more. I'll throw one out there. I can have a strike to burn. Kurt Benkert? Yes, of course. He, right. he was starting preseason games over Jordan Love in 2021. All righty, so, right, so now it gets a little bit tougher. So yes. pre- backup quarterbacks, Packers, um, for Aaron Rodgers. What about... Um, uh, Flynn? Yep, Matt Flynn and back in 2014. Remember the right before he got traded to the Seahawks and then got yep. replaced by Russell Wilson? Yep. Uh, then we'll go with, uh, man, now it gets really hard. 15 seconds. And he got zero strikes. Start throwing names out there. He got Hassel- seven of them. Hasselback? No, Hasselback <laughs> not on the list. Alrighty. Uh, what's the guy from Iowa State, but I don't think he was here in the beginning. Iowa I am out of You're out of time. All righty. All right. Do you want to know who's somebody? All right, well, no, we we'll wait. wait. So we I got seven out of ten? You got seven out Let me double check my counting here. Yeah, you got seven out of ten. So I would have felt better one. about eight. I feel like Matt and I are going to tie, but we'll see here. This I, I think this is a good one for the two of you as yeah. well. I feel All like right. you guys can both. We can flag Matt Hamilton down here. All right. Matt Hamilton is coming back in. Again, this is Minute to Win It. 
on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by our good friends at North South Seafood Smokehouse. Matt Hamilton sat down. Matt, my prediction is we're going to tie. Oh, so you must have done okay for the category. If I had gotten one more, I felt like I got this locked up. Okay. I feel like I got the easy ones. Okay. All right, Matt. So, obviously, we're talking about playing time. It's the preseason. Our preseason darlings. Everyone's focused on Jordan Love. How much playing time is he going to be getting in training camp? How many reps? So, <laughs> made me think, who are the last 10 quarterbacks to start a preseason game for the Packers? Oh, no. So, not the last 10 oh, like, no. most recent preseason games, but the last 10 unique quarterbacks to start a game for the Packers. Matt, to you start, don't look confident It does whatsoever. not include preseason games? No, only preseason games. Oh, only. Not last 10 quarterbacks to start a game. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. specifically preseason games. Oh, right. my gosh. And I gave Jim this hint as well, and this list goes back as far as 2013. That's when <laughs> the 10th guy was. So, But you got to think. Come on. You got this, Matt. Okay, this, sure. All right, so your time starts now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Of course, Aaron Rodgers. I got like six list. in before I said Aaron. Uh, I just forgot. I'm like, wait, Kurt I got to say Aaron. Kurt? Kurt Banker, there you go. You got that one, too. All right, so you got the... Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, 2014. Well done. So you got three already. Um, uh, Does Danny Etling started one yet? Danny Etling has not okay. started a game for the Packers. Um, did we have Seneca Wallace at that time? That's who I was thinking of. Seneca yes. Wallace? Nope. Incorrect. Ah! He never started preseason yeah, I know, I know. He, we brought him spot in. Spot duty in the regular Gosh, season. So All right, he got two strikes. got 30 seconds left. Oh, and I already know Jim's got me beat right now. No, you can still, you can, come on. You I know, but I chance. can't even think of the backups because we never play them. Um, come on. There was some buzz around some of these guys. I'll say 2018-2019. Think. 2018-2019. Honestly, I'm so drawing a blank on Packers backups. What the heck? Come on, you're you claim yourself as a Packers fan? Well, no, that's not fair. You are a backup, but you're talking about backups, bro. You're missing an obvious one, though. Okay, go ahead. We didn't even say Jordan Love. Oh, Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean Jordan Love. Come on, jeez. Oh, you're right. right, So I brain fart on that. I had got just a little bit. Well, I had got like five or six in before I said Aaron. I forgot to say Aaron. Okay, but Jordan Love, Deshaun Kaiser, Brett Hundley. Scott Tolzien. And Deshaun yes. Kaiser and Hundley, like they were traded for each other, kind of like the same quarterback. No, I probably should have known those, yeah. though. I he was an ultimate that. darling at one point. Scott, remember, everyone thought yeah. he was like the best backup in the NFL. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fred until he had to play. Yeah. Yes, Scott exactly. Tolzien, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Ben, Kirk Matt Flynn are the ones I got. So I got right. seven out of ten, so we're missing three. And like literally names like Ty, De- which is too old, Ty Detmer and Mark <laughs> Brunel and Aaron Brooks and Doug I, Peterson I mean, all came to mind. And I was like, yeah, Kurt too Warner old, was on yeah. this team for what a little bit. As a, I don't know if they actually started these games, but like Kurt Warner all was these here old, for what two days? I yeah, think, but all these backup game? quarterbacks. Well, of didn't like, we have like Blake Bortles for like yeah, two days? Exactly, too? Blake True, Bortles yes. too. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So I was trying to figure it out, but I, I could not. So go all ahead. Right. So the only other three that Jim did not get was in 2019. Tim Boyle was starting. Oh, <laughs> Tim former, Boyle now a New York Jet, former Lions quarterback, former, former Bears quarterback. Yes. Tim Boyle. Oh. He was in Hard Knocks even. Come on, guys. And then no, this this hurts. <laughs> I felt like I really should have done better. Honestly, like, Tim Boyle and Kurt Ber- Kurt Benkert kind of feel like the same person. Oh, to me. I mean they are the same person. Let's be <laughs> honest. But I mean, did you, uh, uh, Jim? Did you mention um, you mentioned Scott Tolzien on that list, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So then the only other two guys that you didn't bring up were Joe Callahan in 2016. Never would have gotten that one. Undrafted free agent out of Wesley College, appeared in one career game in the NFL. Yep, never would have gotten that preseason. one. And then back in 2013, guess who started preseason games for the Packers? Vince, Vince Young was oh, starting preseason Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. I wouldn't have gotten that, but... 
I couldn't believe that when I first read if it. If you had told I, me I Bo Callahan is started instead of Joe Callahan, Bo from the movie Bo from Draft, Draft Day, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm casting Mick Sure. He went to Wisconsin in the movies. Right, the back no idea who Joe Callahan is. All, all due respect. Honestly, when I hear Callahan, I think Tommy Boy. Yeah, Callahan, Callahan <laughs> breaks. Oh, break breaks. Pads. Yeah, break pads. That's right. <laughs> all right, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You wanted lower prices.